With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For one more beer for me, exile means quality, so savagely. History Reaction Podcast following Iowa's 28-17 loss to Wisconsin. Um, this one is really, really hard to swallow because I feel like Iowa's the better team. Or on Saturday night, they were the better team. But the scoreboard doesn't reflect that. Iowa beat itself. And I don't like saying things like that. I, I don't like it when things are... Um, subjective like that. If you're going to lose, I'd rather see you lose like there's no doubt. The other team's better. You lost to the better team. I just don't feel that way with this one. I think Iowa's a better football team than Wisconsin. But Iowa beat itself. Iowa had two turnovers in their punt game. And when the second one happened, uh, and before Wisconsin scored that touchdown off of that second one, I tweeted out that you you make two turnovers in a punt game like that, you lose a football game. I don't know what the statistics are. I bet it's at least 90% of the time, maybe even higher than 90%. You just can't do that. It's it's such a soul-crushing turnover. When you turn the ball over and you're the punt-receive team, your defense is just forced to punt. It's one of the most deflating things that there is in football. And it happened to Iowa in the first half after Gronaweg had a 20-plus yard return cooking. There was about three or four minutes left in the first half. The game was tied. Iowa's offense was clicking, which we'll get to that in a minute. Iowa's offense was clicking, and he turned it over. Iowa would have had first and 10 about the Wisconsin 45 with three minutes to go. And they turned it over. Uh, the batters didn't do anything with it. Then in the second half, the defense gets another uh, another um, forced Iowa out. It was, what was there? I'm trying to look here at the time of the game, uh, how they acquired it. Third quarter, drive started at uh, 643. The previous one, Wisconsin had went six plays and out. And then that's when uh, the ball hit Byers foot. Kyle Grunewig's had better days. He's got to be the one communicating to everyone on the team. If he's not going to field the ball and the ball is rolling, I don't know what Iowa's worded, maybe word is uh, to get away. Maybe it's Peter, 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 or fire, 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 fire. Every team has their own word. Every team has their own word from high school on up. Yeah, it's probably not always easy to hear, but you just can't make mistakes like that. Wisconsin scored a touchdown off of that second one. It was Wisconsin's last touchdown. I mean, Iowa, basically, the game was over. 
but Wisconsin's second to last drive, their game winning drive, they started that drive at, gosh, I don't know where it was. It was about down around the Iowa 10 yard line or so, or the 12, the Iowa 12 yard line with four ish, five minutes and 40 seconds to play. And that's right about where Wisconsin started their game winning drive in 2010. The one where Brett Bielema called a fake field goal during that drive. And Wisconsin put together a 10-play, 88-yard drive. And to his credit, Alex Hornibrook made the plays. Made the plays when he had to. Remember, we've talked about it all along. Which quarterback was going to make those three or four plays to win the game for their team? Well, in this game, uh, Alex Hornibrook made those when it mattered most. And that's not to say that Nate Stanley didn't make plays. But the, the interception that stole all hope at the end, he put too much zip on that ball. Still, Amir Smith-Marset, it hits your hands. you got to catch that. Instead, it went off his hands and up in the air. Nate Stanley had, was playing one of his best games of his career. Up until the point, right before Wisconsin's 10-play, 88-yard drive that put Wisconsin up 21-17. It was first down. Brian Ferentz called a pass play. Stanley's receiver was wide open. Or maybe that was the second drive before Wisconsin's long drive. And he overthrew the guy. He hadn't done that all night long. All night long, I'd been tweeting out, Stanley's footwork through three and a half quarters of this game was fantastic. The offensive pass line pass protection, the offensive line played a great football game. Nate Stanley, by and large, played a great game. Ivory Kelly Martin looked really good out there. Iowa still ran too damn many outside zone plays. Every time, nearly every time, they ran outside zone, which means the offensive line is using that zone scheme motion to the left or to the right. How many times have I talked about this? Wisconsin slants towards the offensive line flow, and they send their backers to the same slant the same motion, and that backside linebacker cuts off the cutback lane. And those plays go freaking nowhere. Iowa, I don't think they were ever stopped the whole night on an inside zone. An ISO trap or the inside or gap blocking scheme. Matter of fact, they probably averaged four or five yards a carry on those, if not more, six, seven Those plays that you were seeing go up the middle, those were not outside zone plays. They were inside zones, or they were, you know, hat on hat blocking. Iowa, Iowa's offense was a lot better than Wisconsin's defense, and they did not capitalize. First drive of the game. Iowa gets down inside the 10-yard line, inside the five-yard line, comes away with no points. I'm fine with going for it there. Obviously, in hindsight, sure, you'd rather have the three points on the board. But that's kind of like a turnover, but it's a field position flip. And then Wisconsin comes back and drives down the field um, after Iowa's drive ends there. And um, Wisconsin scores a touchdown. 11 plays, 95-yard drives. That was the second drive of the game for Wisconsin. 
and the second to last was that basically the effectively the last drive of the game was a 10-play 88-yard drive for a touchdown. Wisconsin had a three-play, 10-yard drive for the touchdown after the turnover and the punt. Iowa gave Wisconsin a touchdown. So, yeah, 28-17 is the final score, but really it's 21-17. But really, Iowa gives Wisconsin a cheap seven points. Iowa minus three in turnovers. Wisconsin didn't have a turnover. So you have to tip your cap to the Badgers. They're the champions of the West. They'll probably still be the champions of the West. It's just... It's just very deflating when you're convinced, as I am, that Iowa's the better football team this year than Wisconsin. Not last year, not the year before last. Heck, maybe not even in 2012, or 2015, rather, when Iowa won up there 10-7 to with horrific offensive statistics. In this game, Iowa's offensive statistics, Iowa averaged 7.1 yards for, per play. 7.1. Iowa ran for 148 yards, so now they're, what, 31-2, and two, something like that, over their last 33 games when they gained 100. Iowa averaged per rush 4.8, same as Wisconsin. Iowa couldn't get a pass rush tonight. Could not get a pass rush tonight. Wisconsin didn't have any sacks. They've only got three on the whole year through four games. But it's three turnovers. But it's really those two in the punting game that are absolutely backbreakers. Iowa gave the game to Wisconsin. But you know what? Wisconsin took it. Wisconsin took what Iowa gave them. And they executed when they have to. And that's why they're likely going to be the champions. Listen, I think the bad. I'm going to pull up Wisconsin's schedule here because I think Wisconsin's going to lose to Michigan. Wisconsin football schedule. Um, rolling down Wisconsin, Wisconsin. I hate freaking Wisconsin. Um, so I uh, Wisconsin next to host Nebraska. They're going to kick their butt. Going to destroy Nebraska. Then they're at Michigan on October 13th. I think they lose that. Then they're home against Illinois. Going to win that. Then they're at Northwestern. They've actually had trouble there, but I think they're better than Northwestern. Then they're home against Rutgers, but then they're at Penn State, and they're probably going to lose that game. So Wisconsin, and then they're at Purdue and home against Minnesota. So I think Wisconsin could lose two games in the Big Ten and be 7-2. and two. The door's not entirely shut on Iowa. It's just that Iowa can't lose again. Iowa can't lose again. Wisconsin loses twice. Iowa can't lose again. And then they'll go to Indy. But I just... I think Iowa's better than every team remaining on its schedule with the exception of Penn State. And maybe they can win that game. But I think Penn State's a better team right now. Or at least that game's at Penn State. So I favor Penn State. So if Wisconsin and Iowa are both 7-2, Wisconsin's going to Indy. I said all week to friends that this game was for a Rose Bowl trip. I believed that. And I think Wisconsin will wind up in the Rose Bowl because I don't think they're going to wind up in the playoff and I don't think they're going to be the Big Ten champs. I think the Big Ten champ, which will come from the East, will wind up in the playoff. So I felt this one was for the Rose Bowl. And Iowa had it. Iowa, Iowa gave away, I think, gave away the Rose Bowl. But... The bigger challenge now is to not let this game beat you twice or thrice. Iowa has a bye week next week. I don't know that that's a good thing, frankly. After their bye, they have to go up and play at Minnesota, who was trashed by Maryland on Saturday. 
then you come home and you play Maryland. Or come home, or then you go at Indiana, then home against Maryland before you play at Penn State. I don't know that a bye, a bye week this coming week is a good thing. Cause this, this is going to stick in their cross. If I'm sitting here at home fully convinced that I was the better team and just gave this one away, how do you think those players feel? A lot worse. And they know it better than I do. They were out in the field. Really, until the, the last the last couple of drives for Iowa, the only, the only person, the only unit on the team that stopped Iowa's offense was Iowa and special teams. Man, that was a good offense. I mean, I, I think Brian Ferentz did a fantastic job. That first half, I think a little rope-a-dopey. Sit back, see how Wisconsin's going to play it. That's why they run those outside zones. I know you got to run things, get things set up for later. And then they just came back and torched him. The passing game was fantastic. I'm surprised Stanley only wound up 14 of 23 for 222 yards. That bomb that he threw to Hawkinson running across his body and he threw it 50-some yards. I think Stanley, I haven't been buying into the Stanley, you know, whatever that guy's name is, not McSorley, McShay from ESPN has him as like his fourth quarterback. The first three and a half quarters, Nate Stanley was putting together an NFL draft tape with the throws he was making. Some sidearm deliveries on the run. That throwing across his body, 55 yards in the air throw to Hawkinson. I mean, Stanley's footwork was so good. And footwork dictates everything as a quarterback. He had, Again, he had good protection. But his footwork was stellar. And that's why he looked cool, calm, and collected through most of the game. It's all about footwork. And Stanley had it. And Iowa's offense had it. The defense. Some folks tweeting at me, oh, I, I, thought, I thought we had an elite defensive line. Iowa's defensive line is very good. It's very good. Wisconsin's offensive line is just the best in the nation. We talked about that all offseason. It's why I picked Wisconsin to beat Iowa in the out-of-season, although I, this week I did pick them to win the game this week based upon what I'd seen. And, and I just felt Iowa was the better team. And I believe I was right. They just didn't win. People saying, John, how, come, how can BYU you know, hold Wisconsin's Running attack. Wisconsin had like 204 yards rushing last week and averaged 4.7 yards a carry. They averaged 4.8 this week and they ran for 210. The big difference is Alex Hornibrook made plays this week. Last week, he was no touchdown passes, one interception. This week, he's 17 to 22 for 205, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. He just didn't make a mistake. Jonathan Taylor, 25 attempts for 113 yards. You take that every freaking time you play them. Wisconsin was Wisconsin in this game. They didn't beat themselves. But Iowa's offense was better than what it showed on the scoreboard. Iowa Iowa should have been up something like 24 to 10. And and Hornybrook should have been dropping back every time, and Iowa should have had three more sacks on him late in the game and interceptions or fumble. But that's not what the circumstances dictated because Iowa shot itself in the foot and gave it away. And that's just 
It's just tough to live with. I know it's going to be tough for you all to live with. It's going to be tougher for the players to live with. Iowa just one penalty in the game. 18 first downs. I mean, after Iowa, i got to go find this tweet. At the end of the third quarter, here were your stats. Iowa, to- total yards, Iowa 332, Wisconsin 239. Passing yards, Iowa 201, Wisconsin 119. Rushing yards, Iowa 131, Wisconsin 120. First downs, Iowa 17 to 11. Average yards per play, Iowa 8.1 and Wisconsin 5.4. Average yards per rush, Iowa 4.9 and Wisconsin 4.0. Time of possession was within three minutes, under four minutes. Stanley at that time was 11 of 14 for 201 yards. And two touchdowns. 11 of 14 for 201 at the end of the third quarter. He wound up completing three of 12 the rest of the way for 21 yards and a pick. Iowa gave it away. And and save me your tweets. John, how can you say that? They lost. Just save it. I'm not interested in that. Okay. I give Wisconsin all the credit in the world for seizing the opportunity. I haven't used the term lucky, and I won't, because Wisconsin has been a champion for so long. That's what champions do. They don't beat themselves. Wisconsin's football program is better than Iowa's. But this Wisconsin team, I don't believe, is better than this Iowa team. We'll see if this Iowa team can shrug this off. Because clearly, this this Wisconsin game has been circled since January. In the weight room. Well, you got to get another rep out if you want to be. I, I, I think Iowa put a lot in this one emotionally and psychologically. And unfortunately, um, couldn't close. OJ Moody there at the end. Um, Wisconsin, I think, last week late against you and I. Remember I talked about that in the podcast? I thought Iowa's secondary got a little exposed. Felt that Phil Parker was going to need to go to work on that. Wisconsin had, was waiting all game for the right opportunity to run a double move against O.J. Moody, and they set it up perfectly. Had him in one-on-one coverage, had him in man coverage. They got, they got, they set it up perfectly, and they executed. And O.J. Moody was nowhere near there. Not throwing anybody under the bus. Iowa. Kyle Gronaweg is so much fun to watch, and I'm sure he feels horrible right now. But, man, I hope that they don't rein him in because he, he can be a difference maker for them. I think this Iowa team is a 10-win team. I think they're a double-digit win team based upon what I've seen through the first four games. And I didn't think they were that before the season began. I think their defensive line is going to wreak havoc through most of the rest of their schedule. Minnesota is going to struggle to run against Iowa. Indiana does have a solid running back. They might get some yards through the year, but Indiana's defense isn't that great. Maryland could be an interesting game because it's the game before Penn State. Penn State's offensive line isn't a juggernaut. Purdue's defense is not that great. Northwestern has been inconsistent. Illinois is not very good. And we all have seen what's been going on with Nebraska. There is some fun, good football ahead for Iowa this season if they can shake this one off. And that is easier said 
than done. Easier said than done. All right. I need to go to bed. I need to sleep this one off myself. <laughs> oh, thanks for listening.